Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2021. Two months have passed since the vaccination campaign started in Italy and the data say that we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 4,303,000 people, 7.10% of the population. 1,400,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Valle d'Aosta, Campania and Tuscany and the last three places from the bottom are Calabria, Sardinia and Umbria. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy, which is not good at all. Over the past seven days, we averaged 16,004 new positives per day, a percentage change of plus 31.8% compared with the previous seven days. The highest values among the regions are currently found in Trentino, Adige, Emilia-Romagna and Marche. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to the COVID wards was plus 3.7% with regard to, to intensive care units instead. In the last seven days, the average change was plus 21.5%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 289 deaths with a variation of minus 5.1% compared to the previous seven days. As you know, this last data follows the previous ones. Unfortunately, we expect to find a plus sign even in the death toll in one or two weeks. Let's hope this won't happen, of course. As I always say, the miners are good news because they show a trend that goes in the right direction, but this time we almost had only plus signs, and that is not good. A few days ago, a ruling of the Italian Supreme Court, la Corte Costituzionale, has given reason to the government which argued that the fight against the pandemic is the responsibility of the state, not the regions. From here starts the reform of the vaccine plan of the new government, which intervenes in a very disorganized and uneven situation with regions that have a more virtuous and sustained pace and others that instead proceed too slowly. The new plan should centralize the decisions involved the Protezione Civile, the Italian FEMA, <coughs> and the Army and provide for keeping less stock inoculating the first doses for more people with the aim of reaching 600,000 first injections per day. It is the model that is working in Israel and Great Britain. The single, administration, the single administration will be done starting from those who have already had COVID and are healed. The antibodies are there and then a single dose is considered sufficient. It is more than 2,300,000 Italians. Until now, however, Italy it has, uh, has favored the storage of doses for the booster, which for the three vaccines approved in Europe comes after 21 days for Pfizer, 28 days for Moderna and within three months for AstraZeneca. By maintaining these deadlines, the first daily doses would drop from 600,000 to 200,000. Let's see what the Italian government will decide as its new strategy. The other key point will be the authorization of the new Johnson & Johnson vaccine by the European Medicines Agency for which the booster is not necessary and on which the Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi is trying to accelerate in Europe. It should be approved on March 11. The doses will arrive in Italy from April and there will be 27 million by the end of the year. Meanwhile, since the second half of January, there is a trend toward a significant decrease in the number of cases in health workers and people aged 80 years old or older, the categories that first received the vaccine. The vaccine works. 
from today, as always on Monday, the change in the spread of the contagion leads to a change in the restrictions for some Italian regions. The new map sees in the yellow area the one with the least restrictions, uh, the regions of Calabria, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lazio, Liguria, Puglia, Sicily, Valle d'Aosta and Veneto. In orange area with medium restrictions there are Abruzzo, Campania, Emilia-Romagna, Lombardy, Marche, Piedmont, Tuscany, Trentino, Alto Adige and Umbria. In red area with the strongest restrictions there are Basilicata and Molise. But there is a great novelty. For the first time an Italian region is in the white zone, the wine with almost no restrictions. It is the beautiful Sardinia which, being an island, has managed more easily to contain the contagion. For the third consecutive week, the incidence of, the incidence of cases have remained below the 50 per 100,000 citizens, falling even in the last monitoring to 29. The RT index, which indicates the level of contagion, is also the lowest in Italy, 0.68 against a national average of 0.99 in many regions above quota 1. Only the obligation of the mask, the social distancing and the requirement of sanitation remain in force, but all public and private places are reopened in Sardinia. More than 3 million students, more than one student out of three in Italy, from today will follow the lessons only from home. 800,000 children in kindergarten and elementary school, almost half a million middle school students and 1.8 million high school students. As mentioned, in Sardinia everyone is at school. Instead, on the opposite side of the degree of restrictions, there is Campania where all students are at home. With a rapid increase in the spread of the English, Brazilian and South African variants, which affect young people much more, leaving schools open is once again dangerous and many Italian regions are pushing for a national measure to close them again at least for those in the red and orange zones. There are in fact several outbreaks in schools and there is also a decrease in the average age of cases, which however may also be a first effect of vaccination of the elderly as already mentioned. Teachers, however, have begun to be vaccinated only on February 22, so it will take a long time before everyone, everyone is, has received the, at least the first dose of the vaccine, which for them, among other things, is that of AstraZeneca, which defends against the virus less than the other two. And talking about education, in the midst of the COVID-19 emergency, the Italian academic system showed resilience and flexibility. In 2020, lecture hours and the number of graduates were in line with 2019, uh, while enrollments have even increased by 9% among public universities and 7.1% among private ones. However, no Italian university is among the top 100 in international rankings on the quality of teaching and job opportunities, although <coughs> More than 40% are among the top 1,000 globally, a higher incidence than in France, China and the United States, none of which go beyond 10%. Italy is at 40%. To improve things, we need to increase investment, intervene on academic staff recruitment policies, improve the administrative machine, strengthen collaboration between businesses and universities and communicate better at a systemic level. The lack of competitiveness of our universities is caused by economic resources that are clearly inferior to those of other countries. But Italy, if analyzed as a whole, emerges as a virtuous example because it is characterized by a high average quality of the university system. It's all for now. It's all for today. I'll see you on Wednesday. My name is Umberto Mucci. Please stay safe and stay healthy. This was We the Italian News and I'm telling everybody ciao from Rome.